This is High Dime Anxiety Podcast. Welcome to the space devoted to speaking your mind about the times, from what's relevant in the now and way back when. Join me with guests to expect a frequency like no other. Are you ready? Because I am. It's Jada Diamond. What is up, Jada Gang? It's your girl Jada Diamonds here, back with another video. And today, uh, you guys are about to hear a teacher talk about some pop culture, okay? Because, honey, let me tell y'all something. It's a lot going on in the media, and I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. Y'all know I got some opinions on some things, but honestly, with everything that's going on right now, I don't even think that my opinions are going to be unpopular. I think they're going to be actually very popular, but... Um, it's still a opinion-based video, uh, if I if I might add, um, under the Fair Use Act, okay? But I'm actually not going to show anything. I'm going to read a few things and just, like, give my commentary on it because it's like, this is what we're getting for Black History Month. Like, it is February 9th. We are nine days into February, okay? And we are 40 days into the new year and nine days into February, and we're going through all of this. Like, are you serious? All right, before we begin though, if this is your first time seeing or clicking on any of my videos, knowing of my existence, my name is Diamond. I go by Jada Diamonds on the internet and I like to do videos on pretty much any and everything. I love skincare, I love clothing, I love fashion, I love commentary, social commentary, pop culture commentary, celebrity commentary, uh, reaction videos, unpopular opinions. The list goes on, the list goes on. So if you um, like what you see, all right, if you like what you hear, if you like my voice, if you like my face, go ahead and click that subscribe button. It helps me a lot. We are on the road to 1,000, okay? I am on the road to 1,000. So every person that basically clicks on the video, you really need to be clicking on the subscribe button, all right? Because it costs you nothing. Um, but I used to always say this, and I do believe this, that people are very stingy with the subscribe button because I'm stingy with my subscribe button. Um, I like what I like. I test people out and I don't like them and I unsubscribe all the time. So you can just go and watch like a lot of my videos and see if you like me because the reoccurring theme of who I am comes up in pretty much every video. I'm a potty mouth. I curse a lot. I'm a professional. I'm a mother, whatever. So yeah, thank you for clicking and let's just get straight on into it. Okay. So listen, I have so many things <laughs> that I want to talk about, but the first thing that we're going to discuss is this whole Joe Rogan, okay? Now, I have commentary on Joe Rogan, but it's not going to be what everybody else is talking about um, because I want to tie in what I feel about Joe Rogan and Whoopi Goldberg, all right? So if you don't know, Joe Rogan has been in the news. Um, he has made, or what has come to the light is that he uses the N-word very loosely. And I don't want to say uses because these videos that have, or this one video montage of him saying the N-word repeatedly over and over and over for like four to five minutes has, re has just surfaced out of nowhere. Now, the fact that it just surfaced out of nowhere is what bothers me. But I don't want to sound like I am a, um, what are they calling now? I don't want to sound like I'm virtue signaling because I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I do not watch Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan does not appeal to me at all. I do not give a fuck about this white man at all. I don't. I love my people. I love black people. I love black people so much that I'm about to tie black people into what I'm about to say right now. So one thing about this that really bothers me, and I've been, I've gone down a rabbit hole 
literally all day because I want to come because I already had my thoughts about it when I first saw the video. And of course, like any other black person, you're upset, right? You're mad as hell. Who is this white man to think that he can throw this N word around loosely like this? You know, you're you're what? What 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 century are we in, right? Naturally. Um, but then you have to think. As a black woman, as a black person, I don't have a lot of time to find tons and tons of video commentary of a white man using the N-word as much as they put him using the N-word in that video. So my first thought after continuously reading and trying to find these videos and listening, I'm like, who made this video? One, who made this video? Why did this video surface out of nowhere? And what is the agenda? Okay. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and say, I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist because guess what? I don't know shit about Joe Rogan. All I know is this is a white man saying the N word. So I'm like, okay, None of my people, none of my, not, not, not a real nigga not finna sit up and make a montage of a white man saying the N-word. Like, that takes, that, that, that took, first of all, it's gonna take you all day. You have to download the videos, you have to chop this shit up, and you have to, like, you have to spend some time doing that. So, for one, I think a white person did it. For two, it's either one of these, like, internet, internet people, um, they probably, I feel like maybe the government sourced a person to go and do this shit, made them sign an NDA and some more shit, paid them a whole ton of money to do it, and then it was like, put this shit out, make it viral, put this shit out right now, type of shit, because I think that the industry, or someone's, like, really mad at Joe Rogan, is how I feel, somebody's really upset with him, and I don't think it's anybody black, I think white people, somebody white is really mad at his ass, first of all, he's a $300 million man, that's first of all, he made this podcast shit what it is today. That's why he got that money. Like, that's why he got that money and he got that deal. And that's why Spotify is like, fuck what y'all saying. It's wrong. He needs to apologize, but we're going to keep it moving. It's a culture of error around here, which is where, where I'm about to take this shit with Whoopi Goldberg. We're going to circle back to Whoopi in a minute. But they're like, this is a culture of error. He needs to apologize. We're going to keep it moving. Because another thing, a lot of the people that are outraged, a lot of the black people that are outraged aren't kind of in their right mind to look at it from a lens of, wait a minute, this shit is not making sense. Back when Joe Rogan was using that language loosely, first you have to understand, which I learned, that Joe Rogan is actually a comedian. So he thought that he was being funny. And on some of the other videos, not the nigga videos, but on the other videos, he was trying to be funny. And then on the N-word videos, they were taken completely out of context in the montage where he's literally having conversation about the N-word and how the N-word is not appropriate to be used and this is this and that, that, that. I'm not sympathizing with him, like I said, at all. You just have to look at the bigger picture. And I used to say this, or whenever I would feel a certain way and I would go on Instagram and rant, group think is a real thing. And whoever put this video out of Joe Rogan, they knew that black people would be outraged to the point where... We are all doing the most to the point where we're like, no, this nigga needs to be canceled. Like, why he getting $300 million? Like, I don't even get paid five cents for my music to be played on Spotify. And this man got a $300 million deal. Like, I'm going to pull all my stuff off. No, that's not how it worked. That's not, that's not, they've invested too much money into Joe Rogan to let Joe Rogan just like be dismissed off of a montage video. That's one. And I don't think he's untouchable or unstoppable or nothing like that. But it's just like, you have to look at the big picture here. Something else is going on that we don't know anything about. But once again, as a group, as a, a group that's running shit, black people have a lot of power and black people can rally behind like things that seem one way. As soon as it's put out there, it's like all we heard is the N word. 
what? Cancel this nigga. We don't, but you don't really know like what's really going on or like, let's get to the source of this. Like who put this out here? Like, why is this even present right now? Like, you know? And so I think a lot of times like us as people of color, as black people, we, like I said, we can get behind some shit and we can make some shit shake. We can make some shit pop. And whoever did this knows that. But they also know that black people ain't finna do the research to really figure out where this video came from or what the context of the conversation was. All we heard was the N-word and that's all we're worried about. Now, do I think that it was appropriate? No. First of all, nobody besides a person that is black should be able to ever say and use that word. We should have the choice to use it if we want to and we should have the choice to not use it if we do not want to. Nobody else should say it. But at the time that it was being spoken, everybody was using the N-word loosely. Even now, like those clips of Khloe Kardashian coming up saying that she's a nigger lover and people call her a nigger lover, that was when you could actually share what other people were calling you even if it was the N-word without it being like crazy wild and weird you know what i'm saying like it's still asians that date black men that think that they can say the n-word because they be at the house calling they they black boyfriend the n-word and i like it has been said to me in a nail salon and i had to be like girl you can't say that i don't even care if you have a black child you can't say that but it's like you guys have to truly understand people are saying it white people are saying it asians are saying it mexicans are saying it Okay, Dominicans, they all saying it, okay? And they think that they have the right because they quote unquote love us, you know? And with Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan was, Joe Rogan was saying it. And, you know, it doesn't excuse that it's not appropriate, but he was saying it, but it's just coming out that it's just like, it's something deeper. It's something deeper. And like, I just want everybody to just like, the way that we can get behind some stupid shit like this, I want us to get behind like, the knowledge of it. I want us to get behind the research of it. I want us to find, like, go deep, deep, deep and analyze this shit for what it really is instead of just, like, going with one sing single clip, okay? But I want to now segue into Whoopi Goldberg. Take Let's take it off Joe. And, well, let's use Joe for example. Spotify believes in Joe so much. And also, normally and naturally, with radio, podcasting is not quote-unquote radio, but it is. So with radio and audio, you've always been able to say certain things, um, and certain things were more accepted than in TV. That has always been the case. But um, he's also, let's not forget, he's a white male dominating his industry that he is in right now. So, of course, they're going to have a, a little bit more leniency when it comes to him versus a black woman who is employed by Jewish people. Come on, like Jewish people run that sect that sector. Jewish people run TV and Jewish people run the music industry. So Whoopi Goldberg was very much dumb for saying what she said. But the way that it was handled was very, in my opinion, not appropriate at all. It was not appropriate at all. It's like if I said something that was ignorant, educate me. But making me go home and quote unquote think for two weeks without pay, even though we know this is a wealthy woman, it just it just didn't make sense. And it's like it's a juxtaposition because Spotify believed in Joe Rogan to the point where they were like, this is our investment. We have probably, probably already got his money. You never know what the deal was. But it's like, we is not finna fire this man because his video came out. Now he gonna apologize and he's gonna learn from this. So why couldn't the same efforts be put in place for Whoopi Goldberg? Like, 
This is another thing. See, see how, see how black people started to use that power, build up that power against Joe Rogan, and now we're all outraged about Joe Rogan using the N word and Whoopi Goldberg. And with all due respect, she said what she said, and it actually, in my opinion, too, was very ignorant. It was very ignorant to me because it, we can go into that another day. We can go into that another day, but I think it was very ignorant. But her repercussions were just like, am I a child? You know, I would look. I, if I were Whoopi Goldberg, I would feel, first of all, like um, the people that I'm signed to and the people that I work for did not respect me enough to let me still be at work and let me talk through this and like bring somebody in and talk to me and tell me why what I said was wrong. Y'all y'all sent me home. It's like y'all sent me to my room without pay. It's like y'all sent me to my room without food for the night because I said something like that. That worser things have been said about black women by our counterparts and nothing happens but she said something that wasn't all too terrible but was ignorant and y'all sent her to her room without food for two weeks you know that's fucked up like completely that's completely fucked up and to the point where i support with whoopi goldberg now even though i like i said even though i feel like she was ignorant as fuck for her comment i support the fact that she's like i quit because it's like fuck y'all I know they ain't going to miss a meal for Whoopi Goldberg quitting and they're going to put somebody in place. Somebody probably want that job so goddamn bad and they're going to hire somebody on the spot for that job. I already know. But it's just like if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I don't feel like Whoopi Goldberg should go back to The View because I think The View is boring anyway. The most interesting thing that ever happened to me on The View was when Monique came up there and was talking about all of her shit about Boycott Netflix. That was the most interesting thing that ever happened. And when she was talking her shit about Whoopi Goldberg, and that was just so motherfucking funny because Whoopi Goldberg was like, I can school you about how you need to handle that. No, Monique can school you on what you need to do now. Because look, now those tables have turned and look at where you are. I digress and I'm done with that. But just know, I don't think that they handled it well. And racism is real, okay? And race, Whoopi needs to come on to YouTube where she can pretty much kind of do a little bit of what she want to do. Um, so let's move on. I wanted to kind of go into the whole Wendy Williams thing and how Sherry Shepard is now going to be taking over the show. I knew that the company was getting ready to push Sherry Shepard to the forefront because of how Sherry Shepard and Norman interact with each other. If you don't know, like a lot of people can't stand Wendy Williams because she's a gossiper, but just know all of this shit, like me to even be able to come on YouTube right now. And let me throw out a disclaimer. I do not want to be a, a gossip columnist. I don't want to be a blog, a celebrity blogger, a tea sipper. I don't want to do none of that. I don't want a tea channel. I'm just talking about this okay but i wouldn't even be able to come on youtube and do this without wendy williams paving the way for me to be able to come on here and speak freely about what i feel to be able to purchase equipment and talk about what i feel that's going on in this world the crazy fucked up shit that's going on in black history month without wendy williams it wouldn't be possible so you can say whatever you want to say about wendy williams but that bitch did the damn thing Okay, she did. And right now she's losing it. You know, we, with old age, things happen, things come. Okay, so I'm very sad about it. Um, Wendy Williams was a part of my nighttime routine. Ask anybody. When I would get home, you know, I, I couldn't watch Wendy Williams because, of course, I'm a school teacher. So I'm at school when Wendy comes home. But when I would get home, I could not wait. I was, my first instinct was not to come to YouTube and watch Tasha K. Or my first instinct was not to come on YouTube and watch Lovely T. I didn't, I didn't get to know who Lovely T was until quarantine hit. My first instinct was, 
I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna get my baby ready for bed. We're gonna eat dinner. I'm gonna take my bath. Yada yada. I'm gonna oil up and I'm gonna get in the bed, snuggle up, and I'm gonna put Wendy Williams on YouTube and watch Wendy Williams to see what I missed because I liked her commentary. I liked how raw she was even on national television. I like that she's a straight shooter, pow pow, and she was gonna tell it like it is. And she did not care. You have to be, you have to not care about what people think about you. And Wendy is like that. And I love me some Wendy Williams. And so I'm very sad and disheartened by it. I was shocked when she fell out. When, when, when the Statue of Liberty fell out, I was shocked. I was shocked that Kevin Hunter did her the way that he did, even though she didn't know about that. I'm just, y'all, I don't know what to think. I don't know how to feel. And Sherry Shepard is not my kind of woman, okay? I'm just not into Sherry. And I just, you know... I'm just really sad about Wendy. I really am. I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to come and pay my respects a little bit because I haven't spoken on it. I love Wendy Williams and I love Wendy Williams. I love Wendy Williams and my heart goes out to her. And I hope I hope the best for her. I hope that she, whatever's going on with her as she leaves, as her mind leaves, if it is leaving, if she is suffering from early onset dementia, I hope that she lives the rest of her life out in love and health and wealth and yeah, that's it. That I have. That's all I have for that. Um, that's all that I have for that. So, we did Joe Rogan. We did Whoopi Goldberg. We did Wendy Williams and Sherry Shepard. Ciao. I wanted to touch on Kanye West a little bit. First of all, Kanye West was out here looking like a little hoe with his little tight jeans on and his little shirt. <laughs> looking like a little man hoe. But anyway, um, y'all, don't be fooled by Kanye West. Um... I'm here for Kanye and all of his antics because, um, above all, I'm a black woman. I'm a beautiful black woman. I'm a beautiful, gorgeous, funny, and smart black woman. And Kanye is like the example of the type of man that when a black woman doesn't do all that he wants and like, you know, cause we all, we always got, we have a bad rep for having back talk, for having live, for doing this and doing that and not accepting this. And I said, whatever you guys want to say about us, we have all of those things. We do all those things. And I just feel like we just didn't work for him. And so he just decides to go to the other side and the other side did what they did. Like Amber Rose said and threw his ass away. And so now he's behaving like a, like a child. And I saw something today on Twitter. Um, shout out to For Harriet, Kim from For Harriet. She tweeted that you can you are allowed to not like the Kardashians, but still understand when a parent is throwing another parent under the bus because he's not getting his way. And that is exactly what's going on with Kanye West right now. Um, he's not getting his way with Kim like he wants. And so he is completely acting out. He is acting like a child who is spoiled, rotten, and used to getting whatever he wants. And somebody's finally said or are fed up. Because unlike black women, I think black women are taught to stay. Um, I almost was one of those. Black women are taught to stay, push through, persevere, take on all the tasks. And a man will come around when he was ready to come around. But hell no. White women ain't like that. Especially not no rich white woman. Care how many kids they don't care how many kids they got. Baby got four kids by this man, and she said enough is enough. And I think he is shocked. And so everybody else needs to realize this man is shocked. He is behaving like a shocked person. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Cause, cause guess what? I'm gonna do this. She gonna see that I'm out here. I ain't hurting. I ain't sad. Now, boom, today, whining again, talking about he want his family back. Y'all got to. 
And all of it probably for everybody is working because it's all a publicity stunt because Donda 2 is coming out. But at the end of the day, I do with my whole heart believes that he wants to be with Kim and he wants his family. And she just is like, nigga, fuck you. In the worst way, though, in the worst way. I think if he was with a black woman, she'd have gave him one more chance because that's, well, that's just how we are. That's just how we are. But, baby, when a woman is fed up, no matter what color she is, when she's truly fed up, she's truly fed up. And I think Kim is just like, fuck you. Because, like I said before, and I'll say it again, I choose the nice guy. I choose the nice guy. Ever since leaving my husband, I ain't did shit but chose the nice guy. Now, I done flirted and I done fucked with, you know, niggas that do this, this, and this, and they can, you know, can trick. Like, uh, but fucking with the trick don't really give you shit for real. But some money, but some spending money and some trips. I like the nice guy that's funny, that'll rub my feet, that'll rub my back, that'll make me laugh, that'll turn everything serious into a joke just to ease my discomfort. And I think that that's just a phase that uh, Kim is on. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can say what y'all want about Pete, but he got something. They got this woman like... They got her coochie wet, period. He got something for her to pick Pete, <laughs> which I know she had her pick of the litter, but she picked Pete over Kanye. Now, Kanye ain't fine to me. Ain't never been. So, and Pete ain't either. So, it's really not about looks at this point. Like I said, it's about how people make you feel. And so, she's made her decision and he gonna have to just deal with it. Because Julia Fox, ugliest, she ain't cutting it. Julia Fox was not finna make him jealous of all people. Julia, Julia, girl. Girl, bye. All right. Moving on. Y'all, I am outraged. Okay, let me tell y'all something. I had to scratch my brain. Okay, this is the last thing I want to talk about today. This whole little... $300 million, I'm sorry, not $300 million. This whole $30 million, free crack pipes. Truth behind Biden administration's safe smoking kits program. $30 million spread out over three years to distribute materials, drug paraphernalia, so that people, so that drug addicts can do their drugs safely. Now, I'm not as ignorant as I'll get out to understand why this bill and this grant has been put in place. I'm not an idiot. But before I go into this and how I feel, let me just tell y'all something. If the government has $30 million to buy drug paraphernalia that will help drug addicts safely do drugs, why don't they have about $40,000 uh, per homeless person a year to house a homeless person to get them off the streets. Literally here, the U.S. Department, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development estimates that it costs about $40,000 a year for a homeless person to live on the streets. Okay, the BKRHC estimated the that for 2016 to 2017, the total combined budget for services locally was around $25 million. This came out to about $5,541 per person. 
So if you took that $30 million and invested it into people who are on the streets who are nine times out of 10 drug addicts, rehabilitation programs, psychological programs, therapy, and getting them, getting their minds together, like invest that money in getting people's mind right so that they can no longer have the urge to go and get that clean crack pipe or get that clean needle and syringe to do the drugs. Like this isn't making sense to me. And so half the time it's like, I know if I move away to another country, it'll still be something else. But when I was flabbergasted because this was shown to me and I didn't believe it. I was like, that's not real. It's fake. I'm always saying it's fake news. This fake news. This shit fake news, fake news, fake news, right? I'm always saying that. But this shit real came out today. This shit is real. And I just can't believe that. So with the free crack pipes. So let me, and I quote here, let me quote something real quick. Um, funding will be used to enhance overdose and other types of prevention activities to help control the spread of infectious diseases and the consequences of such diseases, diseases for individuals with or at risk of developing substance, substance use disorders. Support distribution of FDA-approved overdose reversal medication to individuals at risk of overdose. Build connections for individuals at risk for or, or with a... Um, SUD or substance use disorder to overdose education, counseling, health education, refer individuals to treatment for infectious diseases such as HIV, sexually transmitted infections, and viral hepatitis, and encourage such individuals to take steps to reduce the negative personal and public health impacts of substance use. Now, they're putting all that in there, but let me tell y'all something. Dope, dope dealing and drug selling is still a big, 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 big business. And I know it's not going anywhere. So they're like, if it's not going anywhere. We need to invest in these drug addicts so that they can be more safe. But it's a revolving door because half the time the big drug dealers, the, F, the FBI, the FDA, everybody knows where this shit is coming from. And nine times out of ten, who is going to? And it's a revolving door because I say they know where it's coming from. They know who is going to. Then you got the big drug dealers selling it to the little drug dealers. The little drug dealers are breaking it down and distributing it to their mini drug dealers. And then they're putting this shit back out on the streets. Only for um, crackheads and other people of that, you know, whatever. To get put in jail and then get back out released and then they're gonna snitch and tell who they got y'all it is a revolving door it's a set up this shit is wild this shit is wild to me and it's just like i'm saddened like i'm saddened by it um my grandmother probably smoked crack for like 15 20 years she smoked crack my whole life and she didn't even die from from smoking crack she died from heat exhaustion you know and so it's just like this ain't making no sense to me. Like, it ain't making no sense because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, because at the end of the day, she didn't like how her crack tasted if she was smoking it out of a dirty crack pipe. So she kept a clean crack pipe no matter what. So it's like, I don't know if I believe this. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at it. And I wouldn't know this if I wasn't close to somebody who was on drugs so it's like that's why i got this mind is like something ain't cleaning the buttermilk the math ain't mathing and it's just really fucked up and it's just like what do i what i'm gonna tell my daughter when this come up one day in world history and she's like mama in 2022 the government passed a damn law giving 30 million dollars to crackheads that's what she gonna say and i'm gonna be like girl 
Yep. But they couldn't motherfucking clear my student loan debt. Like, what sense does that make? What sense does that make? I got student loan debt, but y'all giving $30 million to pass out drug paraphernalia. Like, y'all. Happy Black History Month 2022. That's all I got to say. That's all I got for y'all. Um, thank you so much for watching this video. Thank you for tuning in. If you like more videos like this, please like, comment, and subscribe. Also, share my video. It helps me a lot. I'm on the road to 1,000, so I would love it if you join Jaded Gang. And until next time, deuces.